Hello everyone, this is Teacher Tony coming back for our third episode here on the Hope Brokers podcast. If you haven't listened before, I'm going to go through some quick review material and then we'll jump right into the lesson for today. As you may recall, I introduced a new acronym for some of you, H-O-P-E. H stands for Hear from God, which means we're going to read it twice out loud or write it down if you're working alone. Then we're going to ask, what does the passage mean? And here we'll retell or paraphrase the story in our own words. Next O is for observe what he said. Here we will ask, what stands out to you? What does this teach us about God's character or personality and or our human nature? P is putting it into practice. How can you apply these lessons to your life? Have each person in your group, or if you're uh, working alone, create an I will statement. This is a statement that expresses your commitment to change this week. And last is encourage someone, asking who can you share this passage with so that they can be encouraged. So that's the HOPE acronym. Let's commit this time to our Heavenly Father. Lord, please use this reading of your word and our discussion to your glory. Help us to live out the words, the truth that you reveal to us through your Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so the first step is H, hear from God, and we're going to read Genesis chapter 3, 1 through 24. I'm using the New Living Translation. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful, and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened, and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked, Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, It was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit, and I ate it. Then the Lord God asked the woman, What have you done? The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live, and I will cause hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. Then he said to the woman, I will sharpen the pain of your pregnancy, and in pain you will give birth, and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. And to the man he said, Since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree, who whose fruit I commanded you not to eat. 
The ground is cursed because of you. All your life you will struggle to scratch a living from it. It will grow thorns and thistles for you, though you will eat of its grains. By the sweat of your brow you will have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. You were made from dust, and to dust you will return. Then the man, Adam, named his wife Eve, because she would be the mother of all who live. And the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Then the Lord God said, Look, the human beings have become like us, knowing both good and evil. What if they reach out, take fruit from the tree of life, and eat it? Then they will live forever. So the Lord God banished them from the Garden of Eden, and he sent Adam out to cultivate the ground from which he had been made. After sending them out, the Lord God stationed mighty cherubim to the east of the Garden of Eden, and he placed a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the Tree of Life. So now we're going to retell the story in our own words. So the serpent in the garden asked the woman, did God say you couldn't eat from any of the trees? And she said, no, he said you couldn't eat from this one tree. If you do, you'll die. You're not going to die. God will just, he just doesn't want you to have your eyes opened to knowing the difference between good and evil. And the woman, she saw that the, the tree was beautiful, the fruit was good, and she wanted to be wise. So she was convinced and she ate some and then she gave to some to her husband and he ate some too and right when they did that they became ashamed of their nakedness and they tried to cover themselves with leaves and later when the Lord was walking through the garden they tried to hide from him and God called to Adam where are you and he said uh, I heard you walking in the garden I, I was afraid because I was naked and he asked who told you you were naked have you eaten from the tree I told you not to and the man replied the woman gave me the fruit and I ate it and then he went to the woman and asked, what have you done? And she said, the serpent deceived me. And that's why I ate it. So then the Lord went to the serpent and said, because you've done this, you are cursed more than any other animal. You're going to crawl on your belly and I'm going to create hostility between you and the woman and your offspring and hers. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. And then to the woman, he said, uh, you're going to feel a lot of pain in pregnancy and you're in childbirth and you're going to try to control your husband but he's going to rule over you and to the man he said because you ate from the tree from which I told you not to eat the ground is now cursed because of you and you're going to try to make a living from using the soil and create grain and so on to eat you are going to do this to the end of your day and then you're going to return to the dust then Adam called his wife Eve because she'd be the mother of all living people going forward and and God made clothing from animal skins for both of them. And then God realized that if they continue to stay in the garden now that they have fallen, uh, if they take from the tree of life and eat that, then they'll live forever. So then the Lord banished them from the Garden of Eden. And, he, and Adam cultivated the ground from which he had been made. And after sending them out of the garden, God stationed uh, mighty angels uh again at the gate of the garden and he placed a flaming sword there so that no one could get to the tree of life okay now we're going to observe what he said what stands out to you what does the passage teach us about god's character or our nature and i had five observations here in this passage the first is that satan got eve to doubt god's warning 
Second is that Eve was tempted by the appearance of the fruit and her desire for wisdom, two things that seemed very good. So the temptation was to do something good. And the third is that Adam and Eve immediately felt shame for being naked and attempted to cover themselves. Fourth is that man or Adam blamed the woman and then the woman blamed the serpent, which is our nature. And last is that God banned them from the garden, not only as a punishment, but also protection from the possibility that they may gain immortality in their fallen state. Okay, now we'll go ahead and put it into practice. This is letter P. We're going to ask how we could apply these lessons to our life, and we'll create an I will statement. So the observation that stood out to me that I think could be applied very easily in my life this week is how Eve was so easily tempted to doubt God's warning about the tree and the fruit and how she was then lured by the appearance of the fruit and her desire for wisdom. And of course, this is the temptation to be like God or to be God. And it starts with a doubt about God's word, and then it continues by looking favorably on the rebellion against his word. And so I need to, this week, take a look at my behaviors and see if there's been any doubt that has been created in me by maybe what I've read or my thoughts about God's word. And then I need to make sure that I am not entertaining any temptation that would cause me to rebel against God's word. So this week, I'm going to pay special attention to that and see if there's anything that might be lurking beneath the surface. So that's my I will for this week. The last step is E for encourage. And so you should be thinking about who you can share this lesson with today. I'm going to share it obviously with you here, but also share this with my family. And my hope is that these lessons will be useful to you in your ministry as you lead discovery groups, as you seek to do God's will in your life. Father in heaven, we ask that you would give us your strength so that we can do as you have instructed us, that we would be faithful in carrying out what you have commanded us to do. And Father, we ask that you'd give us wisdom in these dark times. Father, we ask for your blessing on those who are working in difficult circumstances, under persecution, under fear of reprisal because of their faith. Father, we ask that you would give them your Holy Spirit, comfort them, give them your hope. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening in to the Creation to Christ DBS series. And if you'd like to go check out our website, you can go to hopebrokers.org. And you can also send me an email, tony at hopebrokers.org. I look forward to hearing from you and I wish you all the best. May the Lord bless you.